how amazing is it that we are exactly where we're meant to be in this very moment? Each and every one of us, it's a beautiful thing. This human experience we call life will start to flow a little bit easier. Stars will align daily. You will begin to notice those beautiful synchronicities, but you must remain open to receive the beauty that already exists within all things. When you trust that the universe is working for us, not against us, you can immediately slip into ease, catch a wave, find your flow state, and ultimately establish your own heaven on earth. The time is now to create your own reality. The time is now to manifest your most beautiful dreams. Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Beyond Coincidence. My name is Taylor. I'll be your guide throughout this journey. Beyond blessed and nothing but grateful to have this opportunity, this virtual studio, this platform to collaborate, partner, and join forces with spiritual healers, new thought leaders, so we can amplify our collective message of unconditional love. The sun is shining a little bit brighter. We have another spiritual healer within her own right. Daniela Gill, thank you so much for joining us today. I know it took a little bit of coordination. I know you're down in Mexico. We are over here on the West Coast in California. But thank you so much for staying close to us, for reciprocating our love and energy. And really, how amazing is it that we are exactly where we are meant to be in this particular time and place and space? Thank you for showing up today. Thank you for sharing space with us. I hope you brought your running shoes because we do sprint marathons around here. I run 100 miles an hour in 100 different directions. But let me kickstart the conversation by asking you, Daniela. Simply stated, how are you feeling? Ooh. In this moment, I am all over. I'm feeling like just the ecstatic expansiveness of the transmission that you brought through feeling so much gratitude, feeling a sense of awe. I love the energies that the two of you bring and I love being here with all of you. I'm also here in Mexico with so much accumulated energy in my belly. I've been so distended, so bloated, and it's like this feeling of like, ugh, in, in that area. And um, yeah, I'm in a really transformative space and I'm feeling great. What a beautiful response. Could not have stated it better myself. I channel the infinite here. It is a blessing and a curse to have that vision. However, wow. Thank you for meeting me 30,000 feet. I'm ready to really swan dive off the deep end with you. Let me ask you straight up. I usually ask this at the very end of the conversation after our guest, again, spiritual healers and new thought leaders within their own right, come on the show, shine their light, share their truth. But I've got to ask you up front after that initial response let me ask you have you always been so in tune with the invisible intangible energetics of life daniela or is there one aha moment or perhaps a series of events that you can pinpoint that truly facilitated your shift from subconscious to an elevated state of conscious awareness was there one aha moment where the light bulb went off your eyes open, veil dropped. 
mind mm-hmm. activated or expanding, chakras aligning, some would say, or even kundalini energy on fire. Simply stated, Daniela, when were you blinded by the light? Wow. I feel like I've had an infinite number of those types of experiences throughout my life, and I've always been very sensitive, yet this awareness is continuously expanding and continuously growing. And an experience that comes to mind when you ask that was being in the shower, at the end of my shower when I was seven years old, and I was looking at the sun streaming in through the window and the way it was touching upon the water. I must have taken a bath or something. I was about seven. And then all of a sudden I had this extraordinary remembering of the ways in which I am one with all of life and everything is an aspect of me. And I suddenly recognized that I was everyone and everything. And it was such a heart opening experience. I would say that's the first time in my life I really felt that level of expansion within my consciousness. Right on. And you're talking about water and I was doing a little research on you and you wrote about how we are symbolic in that we are like waves. Waves do go back to source and we all do go back to source. But yet at some point we all feel alienated. We all feel different. We all feel separate. What is it about tapping in and coming back to that kind of thinking that we're not alone, that we are here together, that we are here collectively and that we have good to do here? these distractions come in many shapes and sizes. What would you say to an individual saying, hey, I want to tap in and I want to know what it means to live a more soul purposeful life? What would you say to that? Mm. Trust yourself. Trust life. I suppose it would be so different for anybody or everybody because everybody has these different ways in which they impede the flow of divine source energy flowing through them and ways in which they have blocked their hearts from recognizing their inherent oneness with all of life and the ways in which the entirety of the universe is an aspect of them and in many ways here to serve and support them. I would say the foundation for me has been trust. Like the more that I can relax into trust, the more that I can relax into the energetic flow of life. And as I feel in that flow, as I'm receiving from life, I need to trust life in order to receive, in order to see all of the challenges of my life as gifts here to serve me, in order to receive the love, in order to receive the nourishment inherent within everything that I experience, I need to trust it. So I I would say there's trust and then trust in my divine, authentic, true and real expression, knowing that I was made perfectly as I am, and we all are, we all have our roles, we all have our place here in this experience, and life would be incomplete without any of us, and it's very perfectly synchronistic. This illusion of separation, this illusion of separation that many of us have, that we are not one, but we are one. Why does this illusion take us away from our true north compass, if you will? Why do so many people get off the path of life's true trajectory and fall back? My goal is to facilitate the shift from a state of fear to a state of love.
from a state of subconscious to an elevated state of conscious awareness. We are all interconnected. As Chris just mentioned, so many of us convince ourselves we're all separate. We assume this illusion of separation. But this illusion of separation could not be further from the truth. We are all interconnected. Almost 8 billion, one rock, not by chance. Therefore, the meaning of life is to love one another. The purpose of life is to figure that out. Why do we allow our selfish ego mask to blind us? Why do we as humans allow internal self-doubt in conjunction with external negative influence in the form of irrelevant joy-killing comparisons, opinion, and judgment? Why do we as humans allow internal self-doubt in conjunction with external negative influence to dictate our waking state and convince us to live in this subconscious state of fear based on the illusion of separation. I feel like we're doing it because we're exploring it all. All possibilities, embracing all experiences, growing, expanding in every which way, in every conceivable direction. And just like the mind cannot necessarily comprehend of the infinite eternity of the Big Bang, that which we are, there isn't necessarily an intellectual mental answer to that question. It is simply an experience that serves us and on some level is one that we chose to have and it's one that we are currently transforming and transmuting as more and more light, light referring to awareness or consciousness is streaming onto the planet and making us aware of these deeper truths that we have been ignorant of for so long, one of which is how deeply interconnected and interdependent we all are. We have really bought into this idea of separation and that has given rise to greed an unnatural sort of selfishness and a lot of fear and that separation just seeps into everything the way that in which we fear death because we don't recognize how we're actually everything and everything dies and everything is eternal at the same time. So I feel like at this time, what we're seeing on the planet and what we're seeing playing out on the world stage is a bringing to light and a transmutation and a reconciliation and a healing of the distorted ways in which we have perceived ourselves as separate so that we can embrace the paradox of this experience, which is that yes, indeed, we are separate and we are all one. And yes, we are these humans and we are divinity. So all of that is beginning to come together as our consciousness expands and we're able to hold these seemingly contradictory perspectives as true and real.
Thank you so much for that. I could just, I could, I could feel you literally. What I'm hearing and what we talk about a lot is the mirror reflections of our external state of the union is a direct reflection, a mirror reflection of our collective internal state of the union. You also talk about mirrors and how, in essence, the universe is a mirror reflection of us. You talk about how it's important to take responsibility of those reflections. And to me, I kind of tapped in and, and thought, wow, do I have to be aware of the things that have happened in the past, in the present, and in the future? Do I have to be aware of those and actively act on them? Or do I just let them go? So can you just touch on the idea of mirror and taking responsibility of one's reflections? Mm. Well, I feel that all of our relationships and everything that we see playing out on the world stage and in our personal lives is offering us a reflection. And humanity in its belief of separation has started to, well, has created a bit of a habit of blaming and of pointing fingers and of relinquishing our personal power and believing that everything that we're witnessing is actually someone else's choice or someone else's fault or their decision. Meanwhile, the truth is that we are so interconnected and interdependent that when somebody behaves a certain way with us, it is always a co-creation. And there is always a reflection within that that is valuable to us. And this is where we have to be really mindful of like staying balanced in our perspectives because everything is such a paradox and it is all so contradictory, meaning we cannot blame ourselves for the behaviors of another. Another has their own free will. And that other is also deeply impacted by everything that we hold in our psyche. All of our projections, all of our expectations, especially those that are unconscious, so all of that is coming forth in everything that we experience in life. And, and we see that through you know, the law of attraction, which has been spoken about. But there are many other universal laws beyond law of attraction. Law of attraction does teach us though, that we have this vibrational set point that draws in certain experiences that are helping us to become more aware of ourselves and are offering certain reflections. So there is a value inherent within every single relationship in our lives. It's always reflecting something to us that is supporting our growth in some way or helping us see some aspect of ourselves and within every circumstance of our lives. So when we are living from this place of trust and embracing our personal responsibility, then we can see everything that's happening in our lives. And instead of concluding, well, this is just how life is. This is just how humanity is. This is just how you know, this is how men are, this is how women are, we can start to see, oh, I am playing a role in this. And I'm an active participant in the transmutation of this, which I'm experiencing that perhaps I'm not a fan of. And if it is happening, it is happening for a reason. And it is here to serve me. And it is here to reflect something thing back to me that is valuable that I am, my soul is wanting me to see. Wow. Beautifully stated. You mentioned co-creation, Daniela how much of our waking life reality is determined by the little that we can control? How much of our waking life reality is dictated by free will mm. versus some type of predetermined fate or 
inevitable destiny, divine master plan? How much control do we really have as it relates to co-creation? I would say that it's really impossible to put into words because our free will comes from our response to life, perhaps how we interpret life. And even that has elements of destiny to it because there are certain choices that we have made from a soul level that we're not consciously aware of from our human minds, from our human perspective. So all of that is playing onto each other and we are prone to view life in a certain way or to undergo certain learnings based on these choices that we have made that we're not even aware of having had made. It's like an aspect of us that we're currently not conscious to. So I would say what we have the greatest power over is our response. However, it's important when we recognize that we can take responsibility for our responses. We also hold all of our responses in utmost compassion and understand that we are always doing the absolute best that we can be doing and never use this belief that we have power over our response to ever shame or blame ourselves when we do not respond in what we perceive to be the highest. Because there is an innocence behind all of our experiences and all of our behaviors and all the ways in which we show up for life and relate to life. Wow. I love how you truly maintain your positive perspective and choose to, on a subconscious and conscious level, see the best in others. That's a pure way to live life is to really believe that there is a pure spirit within each and every human being. We are givers and receivers. Life is way more fluid than we are led to believe with all the structure and order in place. And for you to maintain your positive perspective, to see the best in others, show up today and bring out the best in me, it's a beautiful thing. You said it. Let's take back control of what we can control. Let's be responsible for that which lies within our power. The time is now to actively create your own beautiful reality, manifest your dreams, to ultimately contribute to our shared space, collective heaven on earth. Mm, thank you. So I would love to speak to what you were speaking to Taylor earlier about personal responsibility and I feel like a theme that is arising within the collective human psyche at this time is about recognizing how the ways in which we hold each other in our mind's eyes actually impacts how the other person shows up and behaves. Nobody is actually self-created, we're all creating each other. So what we're seeing playing out on the world stage right now is a lot of divisiveness and a lot of antagonism. We're perceiving one another through what could be called a really paranoid lens, a lens of you are the enemy, you are doing something wrong, you are doing something bad, you do not have my best interests at heart, you will not show up for me. There's a lot of mistrust coming up. And I see it as a healing, a reconciliation, a purge of all of the trauma that humanity has undergone for the past I mean, since as long as we really know all of the wars, the fact that we have normalized and accepted war and 
theft and murder and fighting and rape that's not necessarily in alignment with the essence of our soul so we're healing all of that and that is coming up in the collective human psyche and it is shaping the way in which we are perceiving those around us and actually impacting how it is that they can show up because our expectations are so powerful we are the creators here we are one with source and everything that we project out there is is reaching everybody around us and it is in some ways informing how they behave and how they show up because we really are so interconnected and so interdependent and far more telepathic than I think many of us are, are willing to own. We simply believe other people are that way. They just are doing that, yet there's something within us that is bringing that out in them. And I feel like a shift in how we see others can really change how our world leaders begin to show up for us and also who we elect as world leaders. You know, who's leading the way is pretty important. Right now, we have to look at our children and recognize that those are our future leaders. What are we doing with our kids? How are we educating them? Are we educating them consciously? Are we consciously parenting our kids? I want to go and touch on who you are and what you're about, what your passion is. Akashic activation and you do Akashic readings. Our audience knows a little bit about Akashic readings, but not a lot. A touch on the the background of Akashic, how you got into it, the passion behind it, uh, the love that you have for it, what it means to you. Would you touch on that for us and for our audience? Absolutely. So Akashic readings, the Akashic records, the Akashic records are essentially the subtle energetic imprint of everything that is happening, has happened and could happen. They're like the knowing of all. And while we're in this human body, in this human incarnation, I don't feel like we have access to the Akashic records in their entirety because they are the knowing of infinity and eternity. And the human mind could not even begin to possibly comprehend that. But what we can do while we are in these experiencing this human mind is come into this elevated, expanded state of consciousness that gives us a higher perspective on ourselves and on our lives. Ultimately, the Akashic Records is like the culmination of all perspectives. It's the mind of God. It's the eye of God. So we can in a sense, transcend our limited perspective, all of our judgments, expectations, everything based on our past experiences, our memories that is distorting how we're seeing life to then take on a higher perspective. So that's what I do. And that's what I feel everybody can do and does. And I'm completely obsessed with the Akashic Records. When I started accessing this higher perspective, everything in my life radically changed. Like, and it changed so fast. I became a completely different person. And I was such a seeker before then, constantly seeking healing, seeking to understand, seeking enlightenment. And I did learn so much from the practices that I underwent, like, and that I explored, like Vipassana meditations and plant medicine ceremonies and fasting and breath work and yoga. I, I explored all of it, learned so much. And yet the Akashic Records is what really helped me integrate all of it because I loved plant medicine ceremonies because they gave me a little peek into the Akashic Records. And I loved breath work because it would bring me into the Akashic Records. And that's why I loved Vipassana. And that's why I loved fasting. Yet just accessing the Akashic Records myself and coming into that space through my own like grounded and rooted consciousness was incredibly life-changing. And when I became the channel for it, it felt like all of the insight was not just a learning of the mind. 
it was actually something that became integrated where there was an integrated change and shift in the way in which I would show up. And that really helped me anchor in a lot of trust in life, which changed everything and it helped open up my heart and it helped me to perceive in a more consistent and stable way the subtler realities that would sort of slip in and out of my consciousness. It's like they became more rooted in. And I feel like I started relating to life and relating to people more as if they were extensions of me, aspects of me, which helps me feel really safe in life. It just, it changed everything. Before the Akashic Records, I was struggling with an eating disorder. I had an autoimmune disease. I was perpetually broke, like my entire adult life. Just all these different struggles that, that healed and created the way for a life of, I don't, like, I couldn't really say ease and be because it's not ease, but there's um, there's a stable sense of well-being underneath all the highs and lows. And there has been a radical shift as a result. And I see that in my clients as well, how when we break free from this, these limiting beliefs, anything becomes possible for us. It's just a matter of becoming aware, becoming conscious of what is possible. So many of us sell ourselves short limit our potential, dim our light. When in all actuality, we are simply souls encapsulated in a physical body. We're not bodies that just happen to have infinite souls. Again, our souls go beyond the man-made parameters of time and space. We as humans can only comprehend a fraction, a small percentage of our waking life reality today. So why do we assume that we have all the answers? Because we certainly don't. So many people are obsessed with external exploration, right? Go Elon, go NASA, whatever. They haven't found them. Check it out. We are them. Daniela, when we really step out of the rat race, serve as the witness, observing the observer, we will soon and quickly realize there is no definitive right or wrong with 8 billion different perceptions of reality all transpiring simultaneously. There are 8 billion different versions of perfect, 8 billion different versions of truth. I like to say my internal truth will trump external facts any day. There is no absolute truth. The past present and future are not only interconnected, but they're overlapping and intersecting far more complex than our human mind can comprehend. But let me bring it back down to earth. The past is not real. Some of our listeners are probably perking up right now saying, wait, what? They're probably getting out their pen and paper, right? I can tell you exactly what I had for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I can show you my calendar from last week. No, listen. The past is not real because we all have different memories, recollections, and regurgitations of the exact same event. Then we sleep, then we wake, then we sleep, then we wake it, and our memory becomes that much more skewed over time based on self-bias, self-preservation, ego. Or you can play the flip side and fulfill that victim role 
We don't recommend it here beyond coincidence. But again, the past is not real. Tomorrow's never promised. All we have is now. More important than time management and obsessing over the tick-tock of the clock, it's almost a waking life contradiction to waste so much time obsessing over time. The more important focus or concept is energy allocation. Do what makes you feel good. Learn that giving is not only greater than receiving, but giving equals receiving exponentially. How can we help others really tap into the invisible, intangible, energetics of life and start to perceive the concept of time and space beyond what textbooks and scientists say is true. Life is way more fluid than we are led to believe with all the structure and order in place. How can we help others tap into their unique individualism and infinite potential? How can we help others prevent dimming their light, prevent allowing external influences to dictate their waking state? How can we help others take back control of the little control we do have and help them really step into the now, because that's all we have, lean into the power of positivity, and truly manifest their most beautiful dreams. So many of us, as I mentioned before, are stuck, merely surviving, at times drowning, barely treading water, gasping for air, stuck, living in a subconscious state of fear. Daniela, how can we help facilitate the shift for our interconnected global society to transition from a state of fear into a state of love? And on an individual micro basis, how can we help each and every human being tap into their infinite potential and shine their light? I am loving this transmission that you are sharing so much within my psyche is being restructured and moving all around. And I actually would love to hear your response to this question. That's naturally where my energy is going in this moment. Well, that's the biggest compliment anyone could give me. I'm just beyond grateful for you. And there are times where, you know, I go off on tangents, as mentioned, I run a hundred miles an hour in a hundred different directions as we sprint marathons here beyond coincidence. But I'm just grateful for the two of you to bring me back down to earth, to harness my energy as I channel the infinite where I can. It's a blessing and a curse and just beyond grateful to have both of you in this particular time and place and space. And Daniela, here's the deal. My answer, my response to my multi-layered questions are to flip it complex is simple. Let's simplify life. Let's get back to the basics, right? While literally physically forced to go inside 
stay home, stay safe, right? Coronavirus quarantine, lockdown, shelter in place, right? So many of us have allowed the distractions already in our life to perpetuate, to exponentially have more power and control over our lives. We're like sheep following sheep, eating what we're fed. And now we're finding more and more distractions, right? We're presented with technology, really conveniences for your conveniences that we didn't even know we needed because we don't really need it. So Chris and I, through Beyond Coincidence, we've taken the other side. We've accepted this time while forced inside as a blessing in disguise, a beautiful opportunity to go inside, look within, reflect, hit the reset button, evaluate our priorities up against our responsibilities and really determine what matters to us in our micro life on an individual basis as that blessing has really forced me to put everything into perspective, to take sole inventory, to shed the excess. Again, a simplified life and get back to the basics. So many people, Daniela, they come to me, they come to Chris, they come to us here beyond coincidence, searching for guidance. We are not only the premier platform for spiritual healers, new thought leaders, motivational speakers, authors, lovers of every kind, but we are also quickly becoming established as the go-to resource for those who are, let's say, consciously curious, or at least consumers who want to, if nothing else, improve their quality of life or experience a greater peace of mind on the most basic of levels. So all that being said, it's a fine line. It's a tightrope to balance exploring different healing modalities, different resources. Oftentimes it'll water down the quality when we seek quantity. Oftentimes some of these avenues can serve as additional distractions or deterrence from our soul's purpose. So as this blessing in disguise, taking this time to reflect, to take soul inventory, to evaluate what really matters, to make a checklist of our core values, to really tune in, I like to say subtraction over addition. Shed the excess. Peel back the layers of what we do not need. Step one, remove that ego mask. Get honest with the man or woman in the mirror. No opinion, remove judgment of others, external facing, but also internal facing. Be mindful of your thought 
Repeated thoughts transform beliefs that we speak into existence and ultimately act out, influencing others in a positive or negative way. So let's be a little bit easier on one another, but also let's be a little bit easier on ourselves. Notice the way that the little voice in your head and your ego, guardian angel and devil, the duality of life. Notice how you speak to yourself. Because again, thoughts transform beliefs that we speak into existence. Executed action influences others in a positive or negative way. With 8 billion on one rock, more interconnected than ever before, we are not here by chance. The meaning of life is to love one another. The purpose of life is to figure that out. Specifically, the meaning of life is unconditional love. Daniela, we are here because of love. If negativity or evil were to have prevailed, or if on a most basic energy level, positive and negative, if negative energy were to win or be the more dominant force, the big bang would have been the big nothing, right? Side note, we're not here to debate beliefs either. It's not about the big bang. It's not about creation because none of it's right, but it's all good, right? The fact that we are even here, Daniela, in this very moment, if you can hear me right now, the fact that we are even alive and breathing and kicking is a beautiful miracle within itself. Truly a paradox life is, Daniela, as you mentioned before. The fact that we are even here is a scientific anomaly up against all mathematical probability. We shouldn't even be here. So rather than stressing, rather than holding on to grudges from the past or allowing anxiety to dictate our waking state as we worry about the future that's never promised, let's really step into the now, lean into the power of positivity and accept this very moment as the beautiful, miraculous, blessing that it is. Then and only then can we take steps towards simplifying life, getting back to the basics and appreciating each and every passing moment to better our own micro internal quality of life to ultimately influence others in a positive way. Spread that love and positivity and contribute to our shared space collective heaven on earth. Chris mentioned it before and stated it so beautifully. Our external state of the union is a direct mirror reflection, creation, manifestation of our collective internal state of the union. All answers can be found within. So go inside, tap in, Put away the screens for just a moment. As we free flow from our hearts and souls down this beautiful path, Daniela, so many of our guests, family members, friends, neighbors, they'll come to me, they'll come to Chris, they'll tap into Beyond Coincidence and ask us, how can I, how can we better identify our soul's purpose. How can we serve as the witness? Fine tune 
our spiritual life, shift our soul's perspective, and tap into our own personal soul's truth. Daniela, how can we help others? How can we guide them down their own unique, beautiful spiritual path? Specifically, how can we help our listeners, our audience members? Tune into their heart, tap into their infinite potential and identify their soul's purpose. My mind is in such an expanded state from receiving all of these transmissions that you're offering that it almost feels like I'm in this space that is so beyond words. And now I'm having to like whoo, bring my mind, hone it back in so that I can ground it and offer a verbal transmission relevant to the question that you just asked. And what I'm seeing is this clearing away of everything that, clearing away of what we've been taught, our beliefs about ourselves, the different ways in which we've been conditioned and internalized external projections around who we are, who we should be, what is the preferable way to be, images of success, clearing all of that so that we can tune into this authenticity, this realness, this rawness, and allow our divine energy to flow naturally, fluidly through our being. When we are in complete acceptance of who it is that we actually are, our dharma, our purpose, our truth is naturally expressed through our being. And we then become clear in moving forward on our purpose because our purpose is related to what it is that we want to be doing. It's related to what we truly feel inside. And so often there are so many layers of conditioning that have us distort what it is that we feel. We try to show up in a certain way, to be viewed in a certain light, to create some sort of image of success based on what it is that we have been taught or told. And it doesn't allow for the expression of our purpose to flow through us naturally and fully. We also have any limitations on what we define as valuable. Many people on the planet at this time are believing that what is valuable is the productivity, it is the doing, but so much is created within the being and so much of our purpose lies within the being and we need a balance of the two. In order to create, we need to channel both the masculine and feminine aspects of creation and recognize our inherent value and who we are as we are in all that we do and say and think and feel. Hmm. Through everything that you've been sharing, Taylor, I'm going into this space that is, it's just so beyond words. It's like this expanded state of, of energy, energetic transmission and activation. <laughs> Thank you. It's actually, it's really a profound healing and a, like a restructuring of how I perceive and also how I'm connecting to the infinite and how that information is flowing through. And really grateful for everybody receiving this energetic transmission, which really is just so beyond words. The words don't even matter. There's an energy flowing through that 
feels incredibly expansive and really supportive of this anchoring in of, of peace and a level of comprehension or understanding that is so beyond the mind. So our audience is curious, what is a day in the life of Daniela from the moment you wake up? What is it that fuels your fire to want to be a part of this positive input into the overall expanding universe? What is it that fuels your fire that fills your cup? Love. Absolutely. It's love. Love in all of its forms. So right now I'm in Tulum, Mexico, and I've had a different experience where I'm, I'm moving through this feeling of just, I'm so bloated. Like my stomach is so distended. So a lot of my days have actually been fueled by like moving energy and swimming in the cenotes and doing breath work and serving, tending to my own body because that's what's calling forth my attention. And it's also like today, today it was wake up, go to the cenote and offer my blessings to the land, commune with Mama Gaia, receive. Well, it was actually a lot about sharing love today. So that's a huge part of it. And I love working with my clients. I share Akashic Records practitioner training. So I would say that's probably what I direct the majority of my energy towards. It's training people in how to access Akashic perspective and learn how to come into that elevated, expanded state of consciousness and really trust themselves so that they can bring forth these messages of a higher perspective and then share those with their loved ones, their community, with humanity at large. That's probably what feels most activating for me. And that's where the majority of my energy goes. Mm, lots of really good food. I love food. I love fun. I love play. I'm also constantly transmuting, alchemizing energy, clearing my fields, clearing the fields around me, feeling, sensing, perceiving, and then doing my best to restore the sense of peace and trust and inherent well-being and bring forth love to the planet, to the collective human psyche, alchemize everything that is not love. How about yoga and, and or Reiki? Do any of those play a role in your life today? And how does mindfulness come into play? Ooh. Yeah, I used to be a yoga teacher and I used to be a Reiki practitioner as well. And I do work with Reiki energy. I suppose on myself, I do yoga occasionally. I've been doing it lately. I love, I love yoga. I love Reiki. My practices are so different depending on what I'm needing. Sometimes it's like intense cardio, like hit. Other times it's a lot of time in stillness. Sometimes it's a lot of socializing, being with people, connecting with people, dancing, playing, exploring with others. Other times it's just solitude, me with nature or me with myself. Some days my practice is showing up for my clients and all day I'm channeling on behalf of others and that's what fuels me and that's what I need. And other times it's taking care of myself and taking care of my body and being so present with what may be arising for me and whether that is calling for a breathwork practice or if it's calling for journaling or if it's calling for a yoga class or a swim in the ocean. Constantly listening. All my days are so different. I love that. If we have not learned anything 
adaptability is everything. And Daniela, I love the fact that you can be so flexible, that you are so aware and in tune with your own, not only body, but heart and soul. One of our common denominator themes, truly a foundational pillar for us here at Beyond Coincidence is mind, body, soul alignment, brain, heart coherence. And it's a beautiful thing, Daniela, that you can really, with your elevated state of conscious awareness, tune into your current internal state of the union, take control and responsibility of what you can control and listen to not only your body, but also your heart and soul and know what you need and know when you need rest. And it's all about balance. And so many of us get obsessed with the tick-tock of the clock and really acting busy, busy, busy versus productive, right? Or at least with their ego mask and the virtual realities that we live in within social media. So many people are obsessed with conveying their state of busy. Again, more important than time management and obsessing over the tick-tock of the clock is energy allocation. And it's a beautiful thing, Daniela, when you were so aware, so mindful of your personal internal state of the union where you can fine tune, tap in, utilize different resources, different modalities, different styles and practices on both sides, movement, stillness, and everything in between. It's a beautiful thing. As far as your practices today, as far as what's important today, your passion, what's getting you out of bed, what is a current project that you're working on that's really important to you that you want to touch on and highlight and let our audience know about? 100% my Akashic Record practitioner training. That's what I'm working on every single day. I'm writing a book around sharing with people how to access the Akashic Records, the nature of the Akashic Records, how to tune into that level of consciousness, how to share readings with other people in a really empowering and clear way and how our relationship to the Akashic Records is changing because our consciousness, our psyche is training. So I'm writing that book. I also have an online course that I share in the next round coming out in February. Yeah, like offering these activations and transmissions and connecting people to the Akashic Records. One thing that's really important to me, and I appreciate that, and our audience appreciates that. One thing that's really important to me is obviously not to reach outward, but reach inward to find balance and feel better about myself and, and reclaim some of that innate power that I have. How do you utilize finding gratitude and kind of those smallest things in life, whether it's breath, whether it's relationships, whether it's love, whether it's a dog, how do you use gratitude and how do you find the beauty in the small things? Ooh, well, one of my favorite practices is celebration, like taking a moment to celebrate anything and everything that I'm enjoying in the moment, whether it's within the people around me expressing gratitude, appreciation for them, celebrating them, or celebrating little wins for me. I've found that I've had a habit of 
having really high expectations of myself and constantly focusing on where I could have done better because I'm very growth oriented. And in doing so, I've forgotten to celebrate the little wins, like the tiniest little things that I'm doing well. So celebrating myself and consistently reminding myself of all there is to appreciate in any given moment and noticing the way in which my mind, my ego at times can hijack my experience and think that something has gone wrong or it, you know, it shouldn't be like this. I have a reason to complain. Frustration is arising. That has been a theme here in my time in Mexico. It feels like a lot of things aren't flowing today. I went to go find a cenote and we couldn't get there because the road had so many potholes and then it was flooded. And But with the flow, with the gratitude for the experience, we just parked our car on the side and walked through the jungle for 30 minutes and found the most glorious cave cenote. It was an incredible experience and it was not where we were headed. But that's where we ended up. And I do feel that it was this practice of flow and of gratitude and of surrender to life as it is. Allowing life to guide me and to take the forms that it takes, knowing that my ego, my mind has certain preferences, ideas of where I'm headed, of what I prefer to experience, yet life always knows best. And I like to think of life as like the most divine, beautiful parent in a sense that is just taking such impeccable care of me always, no exceptions, and is going to care for me, provide for me in exactly the way that my soul, not my mind or my ego, my soul is requiring. Wow. You know, it's a beautiful thing. When you can have that faith and trust that the universe is working for us and not against us, the thing is, we all face various trials and tribulations and experience various obstacles that we're forced to overcome in our life. As you mentioned, you were thrown off your path, but you accepted what is and made the most of it. The thing is that which we resist will certainly persist. So we should never force anything in life, we should accept our waking life reality exactly as it is. And I'm not saying be apathetic or be ignorant or live in a state of delusion. No, I'm saying that we as humans, human beings, givers and receivers, we have infinite potential to create a beautiful micro universe, an amazing personal reality to ultimately contribute to a glorious collective heaven on earth. So it's a fine line between input and acceptance, between free will and trusting the divine master plan. It is truly both an art and a science, a song and a dance, this human experience that we call life. Daniela, thank you so much for joining us today. Truly a blessing. You are 
everything I knew you were and more, a real life angel, to be in your presence is a gift that I've accepted, fully open to receive the blessing that you bring to Beyond Coincidence. And Chris and I welcome you back anytime to help you shine your light so we can amplify our collective message of global healing through unconditional love while accepting all exactly as it is. Our motto here beyond coincidence, acceptance is peace. For our listeners, our audience members, if you forget everything I ever say, remember those three, three words, acceptance is peace. So Daniela, thank you, thank you, thank you for showing up today for harnessing my energy as we collectively channel the infinite, not for our own selfish ego or motives, but to truly give back to the community. I like to say, if we can help one person a day, that's a job well done. So thank you, Daniela, a real life angel joining us today. It is a beautiful experience to watch you spread your wings and fly. And I encourage each and every listener, each and every audience member to do the same. Trust that the universe is working for you, not against you. Spread a little bit of love today. Thank you so much, Daniela. Thank you so much for coming out and carving time for us and holding space with us. That was incredible to receive the transmissions that both of you brought through. It's like, like I feel like I have to go integrated. I'm like, whoa, that was that was really beautiful, and I really loved meeting both of you. And I feel so inspired by you, and I've I've been touched, and I'm grateful. Thank you for sharing this opportunity for me, and for all of your kind words. And yeah, so much gratitude to both of you. I'm so excited that you've created this and that you're sharing it with the world. And these messages are that are reaching the masses. 